And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. Hello. Welcome to The Green Room. I'm Kinga. I'm Quita. And I'm Brian. (laughs) And we are your hosts. We're your hosts of In The Green Room. You know our motto. It's saving the planet one One show show at at a time. time. Hey, guys, we are so excited for tonight's show because we have some really exciting guests and giveaways. Right, Kinga? Oh, we do. And we have some exciting guests like Bob Corator and Jimmy Prime Time Live. Mm-hmm. Smith. <laughs> Mr. Prime Time. We're going to ask him how that name came about real short. And I hear it's a really good story, guys. They're going to be performing live for us tonight. So thank you guys both for being a guest on In the Green Room. Well, thank you for having us. And then Brian. Yeah, we have also calling from Hawaii the uh, the leader in, in literally hydrogen uh, green cars. Uh, his name is Mitch, uh, Mr. Mitch Ewan, and um, he's got some great accolades. Exciting to hear about, uh, you know, we hear about EV charging, but it would be great to hear about what he does with hydrogen. Oh, yeah. Um, and then also, what he has a, also a new venture, Kinga. Oh, yes, he has these modular toilets that we'll hear about that will be all over the world. Bobby. And uh, he, he's just, he's a, he has so many inventions and uh, he does so much for our planet, trying to save our, our world. Awesome. So that's only, that's just one of the guests, or that's three guests we've already told you guys about. And then we've also got some tickets to give away to the Waste Manager at Phoenix Open. That is just weeks away. It is. It's, I believe, January 30th through February 5th. Expect low 70s, uh, partly cloudy Ooh. skies. And, uh, yeah, we're giving away tickets to the, uh, to the Phoenix Open, Waste Management Open. Yeah, we've got three pairs, guys. Quita, we're going to wear our heels to that, right? Oh, of course. We're going to fit in with those it's girls? It's kind of like, do you guys remember on Pretty Woman? <laughs> it's so funny. The other day I was thinking, I want to wear that dress, and I want that hat and those heels. <laughs> we're going a couple days in a row, okay? Well, we're going to go and do some shopping at Goodwill, and then that's, that's how we'll um, find well, that outfit. Well, we're only outfits from Goodwill, okay? (laughs) You too. (laughs) Hey, guys, we are live on Facebook right now. So head on over as you're listening. Our Facebook page is in the green room dot green. And if you're already watching, we want to make sure you're also listening on our website tonight because you won't be able to hear all of the good stuff, the calls and everything just from Facebook. So do both. But you want to make sure that you're listening. So to listen, you want to go to inthegreenroom.green. You'll see a tab on the left-hand side, and just click Listen Now. So you can also listen to any of our previous shows there on our site. Again, inthegreenroom.green. Or you can listen through our podcast app. It's on all your phones. Just search for In the Green Room. Guida, this is our fifth show. Like, sixth. It's our, it, fifth. it's our fifth. It's our fifth. can't count tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, every. I mean, it's just getting better and better. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, the feedback we're getting is incredible. It's it, and it's awesome to have local and people from all over the world on the show. We've had and, some really great guests. And let's not forget, we're 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 celebrating Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King tonight. 
Yes, we're going to have a nice little tribute Mm -hmm. um, to Dr. King. And, um, you know, we always talk about he's all about love and love is about saving the planet. So it goes with our motto. What's the motto, guys? Saving Saving the the planet planet, one show at a time. time. And hey, guys, this is an interactive show. So if you're listening live, we want to interact with you. That means call us, ask us questions. The number to call, Kinga, go ahead. 480-421-0640. Again, 480-421-0640. Write that down, guys, because you're going to need that number to call in for the giveaways. And we all like free stuff. All right. So let's get back down to business. Kinga, why don't we introduce our first guest? Well, we have a very good friend, Bob Corator. He owns the Rhythm Room. And uh, his uh, friend, uh, Jimmy Primetime Smith. And Bob has so many accolades. Uh, Bob, can you say hello? Hey, Kinga. Can you tell us about you? Well, I'm uh, I'm just a regular guy, but I, I get to do some extraordinary stuff. I own a fantastic venue called The Rhythm Room, and we put on some great music parties there. It's all about the music over there. I'm originally from Chicago, uh, but I came out here in 1981. I set up shop. I actually also do a radio show on KJZZ. I've been doing that for almost 33 years. I listen to that. I love your show. Oh, thanks. And then uh, I play harmonica, and I've had the, the joy of working with some of the best musicians all around the world. And uh, But I think my favorite place to play of all the places is right here in Phoenix at the Rhythm Room. I love seeing you play there, too. And uh, I uh, have a number of records out. and I'm, How many records? I think, uh, well, I've been on a, a, quite a few. I, I'm getting ready to release the 12th album that will be mine, but I'm probably playing about another... 50 or 60 records on top of that. Wow. Guys, Bob is being very humble here. He's saying, I'm just your regular guy doing exciting things, but he is known as one of the top traditional blues harmonic players. That is huge. You've won all kinds of awards and you're humble. I love it. Well, I'm a student in this music. I'm just trying to always get a little bit better. So I see my flaws more than I see my, yeah, my advancement. So, but thank you. Well, and you're so humble. The Rhythm Room. Just give us five people that played there that everybody knows about. Okay, uh, Bo Diddley, Nick Lowe, Hank Ballard, um, Coco Taylor, um, Mose Allison. I could keep going. So. <laughs> Was B.B. King there? B.B. King never played there, but one of his cohorts, Bobby Bland, played a show there. We're very proud of that. So, But you play there. I've gotten to play there. And you're the best. <laughs> if you say so. I'm, I'm working towards that, but I'm a long way to go. Thanks. So when you say you play, what instruments do you play, Bob? I play harmonica. Yes. Okay. So it's, it's kind of a, a different type of instrument, but uh, this little metal whistle that I have has taken me all around the world to play. So it's been really a joy. And I heard it very early on and fell in love with the sound and... Uh, I happened to grow up in Chicago. The blues has taken me all sorts of places. As soon as I heard Muddy Waters, that was it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Muddy Waters always had a harmonica player in his band. And that, uh, that touched me so much. And then growing up in Chicago, I got to see Muddy Waters a few years after I started playing harmonica. He played in my high school gymnasium. That was a pretty amazing thing. And so I just happened to land right in, in the, the homeland of so much of the great blues that to this day is still my favorite. Something I'm so excited about that we talked about today is our show, uh, our, our motto is saving the planet as 
that's what our theme is in sustainability. And your club is recycling uh, aluminum cans. And we talked about you uh, trying to improve on that. And what are you going to do? Okay, well, upon knowing the the really the focus of the show, I, I started doing a little research. And uh, I know that we do uh, separate our cans and recycle them, but uh, the glassware is not done. And so I did call um, our waste company and ask them about that. And uh, they said, well, they don't normally, as a, a standard practice, separate that, which I was a little bit frustrated by, but that we could get a separate dumpster for recycling, which is in our plans to do that. But uh, that says a direct result of being on the show and thinking a little bit further because, you know, so much of this is right in front of us of things that we can do. It's just up to us to take the extra steps to do that. So uh, I just want to thank the show for what it stands for. And, uh, again, this is something that there's no going back. This is our planet. We've got to take care of it. Well, I just got chills because <laughs> we made a difference right there. Already. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like you said, five shows and already making a difference, right? Yeah. And what if every one of us in our households with our small children had a blue recycling can next to the regular waste can? What if we did that? Mm-hmm. How easy would that be? That's, those are the things and the messages we're sending. Bob, thank you so much. Thank you. And, and guys, keep that in mind. We're telling you all the time, like a lot of people think that, okay, a lot of people think that it takes a whole lot, and it doesn't. If everybody did just a small part, just a tiny little part, imagine what it would do for our whole environment. And guys, we all have to live here, and it's not just the little things of recycling or gardening. It's a whole emotional thing, too, like we were just talking about music. Music is healing. That's a whole part of saving the planet one show at a time. So that's why we love having music on the show live. It's something about the feeling. It does something for our whole mental, and, and, and that's what it's about. Well, our show is about having fun. Yes. And when we're done, <laughs> yes, we're always having and, fun. Um, and, and we want to leave with a smile. And having music and a part of it is great because, I mean, how often do you get to sit next to and see live performances? I mean, that is incredible. And we've mm-hmm. got some great people coming on. Yes, absolutely. Go ahead, King. So, our, uh, Bob, are we going to get to hear you play? Sure. And, uh, again, I'm here with my, my good friend who just moved to Phoenix, but I used to see him play with one of my favorite harmonica players, big Walter Horton, in Chicago uh, back in the 1970s. So when uh, he was coming through town, he contacted me. I'm like, wow, Jimmy, you're going to be here? And then next thing you know, he's moved here. So it's a, it's an honor and a privilege to be here next to my friend Jimmy Primetime Smith. Uh, we're going to do a little uh, a little part of a song that inspired me early on called Juke, uh, key of E, and it uh, goes something like this.
this is awesome, guys. That was so, so amazing. We actually have people on Facebook giving you lots of love. They say Blues Day Tuesday. We've got somebody else says it just sounds great. So bluesy. People are loving you guys. All right. They are loving you guys. And guys, if you're loving them, loving them, loving them, guess what Bob bought for you so that you can hear him some more? He bought some CDs. You want to tell him what you got here, Bob? Oh, those are some uh, CDs that are out on my record label, the Delta Groove record label. And the one that's uh, right there closest to you, mm-hmm. Guida, that, uh, that one just yesterday, uh, it's up. it was nominated for a Blues Music Award in the traditional blues category. It's a House Party at Big John's. It's my uh, collaboration with a, a very young, wonderful blues guy by the name of Big John Atkinson. We've got some great guest vocalists on there. Is that going to be in Memphis in May? Memphis in May, yeah. The awards for the blues? Yeah. So. Congrats. That's so exciting. Congrats. That's a big deal. So, guys, we are going to definitely want to hear more from Bob and Jimmy because Jimmy has a story to tell that he thinks we forgot about. But first, <laughs> <I was hoping. laughs> you were hoping. No, we don't forget. Now, we do have our guests already on the phone calling all the way from Hawaii. Before we get to him, first, we want is to it talk. Mitch? It's Mitch. Mitch. Mitch is Mitch, on the line. Can you hear us? First, we want to talk about our main sponsor, though, Goodwill Industries of Arizona. They partnered with GiveBackBox.com. This is such a cool service, guys. So think about it. It's January, so we all have clutter in the house, right? You have boxes from all the gifts. You've got all sorts of unwanted things cluttering the house, clothes, dishes, whatever. Well, this program is so cool that they're doing. You take those empty boxes, fill them with all of your unwanted items, then go to givebackbox.com, print out a free shipping label. They're going to deliver those items for free to Goodwill for you. Now, how's that for a win-win, right, guys? You're decluttering your home, and you're helping a good cause. Well, and the money goes back into the community. Um, They work with 700 employers and literally re-engage people into society, whether it's veterans, Mm -hmm. uh, folks that have just fallen off and need a little direction. It's it's life-changing. So thanks to Goodwill. And and speaking of veterans, Kinga, you want to introduce this next guest that we have on the phone all the way from Hawaii. I feel like a a talk show. Hi, Mitch. (laughs) Hi, Mitch. Mitch, are you there? Hi, Mitch. I met you in D.C., and then we hung out in Hawaii. How are you? Aloha. Aloha, y'all. Aloha. So you are um, the one that designed the first green car. Can you talk about it, please? Let our guests know. Oh, yeah. When I left the Navy, I was looking for something, uh, my next big challenge after helping win the Cold War. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, wait, what did you, weren't you a submarine uh, commander? I, I was. I commanded three different submarines, and I ended my career commanding a destroyer, which was an awesome thing to do. Well, I had everything, uh, all the toys for the boys, the helicopter, guns torpedoes, death charges, you name it, we had it. It was great. Mitch, I actually rode on a submarine uh, in Disneyland, and we found Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) Brian found Nemo! (laughs) But but you guys had windows in Disneyland. We we only have two windows, which are like two periscopes. That's it. We don't see many fish, let me tell you that. Well, something I remember that you told me is you have a very small, you like living in a small space. You, how many years did you spend in that submarine? Uh, overall, around uh, 14 years. 14 years in a very tiny, tiny, tight space. That's yeah. incredible. But we're all buddies in boats, so everybody's friendly. 
So can you tell us about your uh, the first green car that you uh, you designed? Uh, yeah. So uh, when I left, like I said, when I left the Navy, I discovered fuel cells, and I, that was my uh, uh, aha moment when I saw my first fuel cell work. It was uh, a Ballard fuel cell company called Ballard in Vancouver, and they had this block of, of uh, graphite on a on a workbench, and they had a hydrogen into it on one side and oxygen on the other, and they had like fourteen aircraft landing lights up on the ceiling of this. Uh, a workshop, and then they just hit the switch. There was no sound, no nothing, and boom, all these lights came on, like, and just, like, almost fried me on the spot, and I thought, wow, I'm literally, wow, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I immediately said that I want to be part of this. This is this is what I want to do, uh, you know, to save the world, you know, to get into clean energy, and this was the ultimate, because with high, and let me just talk about hydrogen first before I talk about the car. You know, with hydrogen, it's the perfect cycle. You, you make your hydrogen from water. Water is uh, hydrogen and oxygen. You split the molecule into hydrogen and oxygen to save the hydrogen. And then when you recombine it with um, oxygen or oxygen from the air, it makes electricity and water again. So it's like the perfect cycle. You're taking water, breaking it down into hydrogen and oxygen, and then when you want electricity, you combine the oxygen and the hydrogen uh, back together and you get your electricity and you get your water back. So totally awesome technology and uh, who knows how long it'll take before we completely convert our whole energy system in the world over to hydrogen. But uh, in my opinion, it's, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the, the ultimate energy uh, system. So um, having uh, visited with this company, uh, I was... Uh, I visited a company in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, and uh, <clears throat> they had a uh, they had one of those fuel cells, and they designed the system to uh, operate a small three-man uh, submarine that was used in the oil industry um, in the oil patch to help tap wells and run pipelines and all that kind of stuff. And so we sat around a table one day and said, "Well, look." how are we going to save the world here, guys? And, and we thought, well, why don't we build a car with the same technology that we developed to operate the submarine? So we called it the green car, of course. Mm-hmm. Kind of ties in with the title of your show. And we and then we started with a clean sheet of paper. There was no fuel cell car using that kind of technology in the world. and But we had the basic power, you know, the, uh, the engine technology developed. And we said, okay, let's set about and design a car. And so what does it have to be? So it has to, it has to look cool. Otherwise, you don't want just a piece of junk. So we took a race car, a racing car that was uh, very lightweight. Um, and we used that as our platform. And we built a fuel cell power system, basically made an electric vehicle, but using the fuel cell to generate electricity. And that was the genesis of the, fuel, of the, of the green car. Wow, that that's, is yeah, amazing. that is incredible. <clears throat> I, I did a little research. Well, it's interesting, Mitch, because um, we uh, the Chevy Bolt, right? That's a big, big yeah. buzz right now. But we did some research, and we may not even see one here in Arizona this year. And I know they've delivered about five hundred of those cars uh, to the United States. And I did a little research on hydrogen cars: the Honda Clarify and the Toyota Mirai. Um, yep. Our two hydrogen cars, and you know it's interesting. They're offering a three hundred and sixty nine dollar month lease. 
Um, and these are interesting. These cars go zero to 60 in 10 seconds. They're powerful. Um, I don't know if they're torquey like an electric car, but, um, you know, it, it would be great to start seeing these on the road. And I, it, this is the first time I've heard of these two cars, and I'm a car guy. <laughs> yeah, I've actually driven the Mirai, and it's got great uh, performance, and it is a little torquey. I mean, because it's electric drive, basically it's driving an electric motor, which, you know, just has tons of torque in it, and boom, off you go. And it was totally quiet. It was a, it was just an awesome ride. So That is great. so intriguing. That is so intriguing. Just really quick, for those of you guys watching us on Facebook, you can hear us, but you can't hear our interview on the phone. So make sure you guys are listening as well. Just go to the website. It's inthegreenroom.green. Again, inthegreenroom.green. On the left side, you'll see where you can listen, and that way we can all hear all the good stuff together. Do, do they have <laughs> to go to www.inthegreenroom.green? Because that, that's what Brian always tells me. Yep. It's good to put the W's in front of it, just to be safe. <laughs> that's what you told me. <laughs> Don't forget the W's. www.inthegreenroom.green. All right, guys, let's so get So, Mitch, you're at the University of Hawaii. Uh, what are the projects you're working on for that, uh, the natural energy? Okay, well, the, the top-level uh, view is what we're trying to do in Hawaii. We actually have uh, legislation on the books as part of the, uh, the state uh, laws to convert Hawaii over to a hydrogen, what they call a hydrogen economy. And that's because Hawaii imports 90% of its energy in the form of oil and, and some coal. And so we're totally dependent on, uh, you know, imported energy. But at the same time, Hawaii is very rich in renewable energy. We have obviously loads of sun, by the way. It's about 75 degrees and beautiful here today. Um, I'm rub jealous. It in, I'm rub jealous. it in. <laughs> and I did. Mitch, I got you to go to the beach that day. You said you never go to the beach. I'm like, what? You never go to the beach? I made you go to the beach. That was really fun. Yeah. Wait a minute. Mitch, you're in Hawaii and you refuse to go to the yes. beach? Okay, yes. I know we're talking about saving the planet here, but <laughs> I got to hear this story. What's that about? <laughs> yes. Well, even though I was also a Navy diver, I just don't like salt water anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he got sick of it, I guess. And then I don't like sand getting in my car. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm like an old fart. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> I've done the beach. My skin's like crocodile skin, so I just don't need it anymore. I've, I've seen, by the way, I've seen a lot of water in my life. So, you know, I don't Your skin looks good. There's no crocodile. Don't don't give us that. <laughs> Mitch, I would be at Duke's right now drinking a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys I, know if you need to get Brian something, you know what what's on his list. Pina colada. But, but do you remember the night we uh the whole group of us, I got you all to go to the beach and we I ended up swimming with the manta rays in the dark. The the water was like totally dark and you watched our stuff. Do you remember that? Of course. <laughs> we even we even operated on your friend's foot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what, what, I, I can't remember what in, what went into her foot. Hold on, we I got to Google what a manta ray is. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we did open foot uh, surgery. She had a spine from one of those uh, sea urchins in her foot. Oh. That's right. Well, that's a oh reason not to go in the water. No, yeah. and he, he dug it out of her foot. It was this huge spine. It was this long. It was an inch and a half long. I'm surprised it didn't go right what, through 
right through to the soul, you know, unbelievable. Oh, that's scary, Mitch. You're not selling us on Hawaii. Okay, let's get back to hydrogen then. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Hawaii has a, we have a wealth of uh, renewable energy. Uh, we talked about the sun already. And uh, we also have geothermal. We have, a, a, you know, an active volcano on the big island. And we're, we generate about uh, almost 40 megawatts of power using, uh, you know, geothermal power. And we have wind and we have, you know, other energy and biomass and other sources. So the idea is that we can convert Hawaii from an oil-based economy over to a renewable energy economy. And hydrogen is one of the elements that you can use in that conversion. So when I came to the university, it was to help put in the, the infrastructure to support a hydrogen economy. And by infrastructure, I mean the uh, developing the renewable energy sources, you know, making the hydrogen storing it, delivering it, and then using it to operate various uh, what we call uh, end-use applications, but uh, you know, like buses. So for example, uh, we've built three buses right now. We haven't, they're not operating yet, um, but they would be operated on hydrogen um, that we're, uh, a hydrogen system we're installing on the Big Island. So, so that's what I'm doing. I already have a hydrogen fueling station. It's just like a regular filling station at the Marine Corps base on Oahu. Um, that was very successful. Um, we operated it for about nine months. No defects. We're, uh, we were operating at uh, filling General Motors cars, the Equinox. Um, that project stopped, and now we're waiting to get our uh, uh, three or four Marais here in Hawaii that we will operate at that station. So, but top level view, that's what that's what we're doing here. Is we're installing the basic infrastructure to support this uh, evolution to a hydrogen economy and, and a clean energy economy here in uh, Hawaii. Well, Mitch, and and you know what, gas prices are going up. Uh, it's it's inevitable. I filled up today, and I it was five cents more than it was when I filled up last time, and so. How many miles per gallon do hydrogen cars? And I mean, how do we how do we kind of equate how the difference is between how often you fill up regular gas versus hydrogen? Yeah, great question. Um, basically, good um, question. We measure uh, hydrogen instead of gallons. We call it. We measure it as a weight, a kilogram, uh, which is equivalent to the energy content of a gallon of gasoline. And essentially, uh, operating it with a fuel cell, you get twice the efficiency. So we get double the fuel economy. So we can get about 50 to 60 miles, quote, per gallon equivalent um, with a fuel cell. So, Mitch, why would you say, I mean, this sounds like definitely the way to go. It sounds like it's cheaper. It sounds like it's better for the environment. Why would you say more businesses aren't using it? Uh, you use the word cheaper. It's it's not actually cheaper uh-huh. yet because, you know, the, we're still, this is still like the birth of like evolving from horse and buggy age to the first automobile. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're pretty early in this, in the stage. We have to get all this uh, infrastructure built up. It's expensive. Uh, we do have to be competitive with gasoline. Uh, although it's not the cheapest technology, but it obviously has some advantages, i.e. It, it's clean. And uh, people are willing to pay, uh, you know, a premium to uh, operate clean vehicles, but not at a an exorbitant level. I mean, the bottom line is people still have to, you know, pay the bills. So we've been focused mainly on 
uh, public transportation. Because at this stage of the game, to you know, start this growing these systems, we, we have to use public money, i.e. taxpayers' money. And while the Mirai is great, uh, it's kind of hard to justify to the, you know, to the general public um, paying for gas stations to support you know, these expensive cars. It's like the rich guys with their toys, whereas if we're asking the general public, the taxpayers, to put money into these systems, well, they can all take the bus. And, get, and see the advantages of hydrogen and get to experience it themselves. And so that's kind of where, where we can focus is on. What, uh, what would you, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Public transportation and buses. And the other thing is buses use a lot of uh, hydrogen, and we want to build up the market for hydrogen as quickly as we can. Like a bus will take 20 to 30 gallons or kilograms of hydrogen, whereas a car would fill up with four or five. Well, we want to build the market for hydrogen up so that the, the, the private sector, once they see they can make money, will take it over from from these projects that we're, we're developing. And once that happens, boom, it's going to it's going to uh, it's going to expand quickly. And on the car side, car guys will take care of the cars, and they they also need the same infrastructure uh, to fuel their vehicles. And and once that's in place, then we, we'll see it take off. So, so, Mitch, we want, we want to have you as a regular talking about all this uh, energy and, and the new cars that we should be buying here. Uh, but how how can you tell us a little bit about your modular toilets that you have invented and where they're going to be in, uh, all over the world? Absolutely. So the University of Hawaii uh, developed a unique, uh, it's called anaerobic, digest, uh, 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 anaerobic digestion technology. I mean, it's been around for 5,000 years. I mean, it's not like it was new. We should but have talked were, earlier today. Yeah, they, uh, they developed a new slant on it, and, and, and you know, a more efficient system. It's pretty cool. Uh, so a friend of mine uh, licensed it uh, from the university. He has a company, a startup company called Real Green Power. What, what, uh, what's it called again? Real Green Power. Okay. Once again, another little green plug for the, the green room. Um, and basically, uh, what he has is like a 20-foot shipping container with six toilets, like not like porta potties, but like regular flush mm-hmm. toilets. And so when you flush the toilet, the uh, sewage or the wastewater, as we call it, goes into a tank. And then we have this little mini micro sewage treatment plant installed on the other half of the uh, shipping container that processes uh, the wastewater and uh, and then we can recycle the water for flushing and it reduces the sludge by 90 percent so instead of having to pump it out every two or three days you can pump it out once a month so this can all be in shipping containers various sizes and so some of the early markets are like, for example, here in Hawaii, we, we're, we're targeting the homeless uh, population. You know, they live on the streets. They have no place to go to the bathroom. So, of course, they do it in the street, which is ugly. And um, and so we can provide one of these shipping containers, one of these modular toilet systems, as we call it, and they can go to the bathroom. I mean, you know, everybody has to go to the bathroom every day. So, you know. Uh, you well, know, you know, Mitch, um, so the waste management open here is, uh, is zero waste literally zero waste and they recycle everything i can't think of a better relationship right. for them to know about yes. this technology and all sporting events 
We want to be your liaison, and we want you to be a sponsor. Mitch, I'm going to work on you. I'm going to fly to Hawaii tomorrow. <laughs> she means it. So I, I'm going to be there to see you. <laughs> Let's go wants, swimming. She wants to swim in the ocean again. I do. I do. And, and, and your boss, Rick, Rick, uh, Rick. He, pr- he promised to teach me how to surf. Oh, good. He's a good surfer. I know. So we're going to surf. Mitch, don't say yes if you don't mean it, because Kingo will be there tomorrow. He's already invited me, honey. <laughs> He's been waiting for me. I was supposed to be there for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Quick question. How much? What What would something like that cost, Mitch, those toilets? Um, well, ballpark under under $100,000. Um, you know, and as uh, production picks up, then, then you, you, know, you take the cost out. You get into a manufacturing, um, you know, uh, a production line situation it can go down it can go down quite low actually but that's that's pretty good cost i mean the payback is about six months i mean some some of them you can actually you know charge like admission you know or pay pay per use kind of a deal and uh make a real business out of it so uh for example another market is like uh at uh, if you go to india you go to the taj mahal well you know there's no there's no bathroom out there, so it's okay for the you know the locals. I mean, they're used to that, but for a Western person and and, and women, it's like really awful if you got to go. Mm-hmm. And so they'd be willing to pay a couple of bucks to go to a clean bathroom and and uh, you know. Quita loves talking about toilets. Oh, so we're Quita, not going this to toilet talk. talk. Stop it! Stop it! I, I can't. I mean, this is the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, I a turnstile. Just throw a quarter in it. And let's do this. Um, that the ROI in six months. I mean, I can't wait to get home. So we're gonna we're gonna go to Bob and Quita. Mitch, Quita, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for calling in all the way from Hawaii. That's what we're talking about, right? Mitch. I'm not coming alone. I'm I'm gonna come with Quita and and we're gonna do the show for. From your home, <laughs> we're going to come straight to your house, and we'll leave uh, Brian here at the station, and we're going to film the Brian whole got show. Brian <laughs> I'll be on the toilet here. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, Craig. Hey guys, if you want to get a hold of Mitch, we'll have all of his information on our Facebook page. Keep interacting with us because you can call. Oh, we've got um, Craig here making faces. Craig. Well, no, I just I was just thinking. Uh, you know, the, the the mind picture of Brian doing his thing there. Just I just I, <laughs> back to you guys. <laughs> back to you, Craig. <laughs> Mitch, again, thank you so much for calling in and for being on in the green room. Now, when we come back, guys, we're going to be taking some calls for Aloha. those. Three Aloha. For those three pairs of tickets to the Waste Management Phoenix Open, we're going to give you this number to call, guys, so write it down, 480-421-0640. Again, 480-421-0640. Write that down because we've got a couple of giveaways. We even have a tribute that we're doing with uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, and we are doing a little trivia. So, you guys, we've got... Amazon gift cards coming up. We've got the tickets to the Phoenix Open. And now we've got some live music. Oh, don't think we forgot about you, Mr. Primetime. We're going to let you play. But then we're going to talk to you about these little secrets you've been keeping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys playing for us? This is a song that was written by my mother for the late, great Jimmy Reed. Okay, Jimmy. So, Bob, uh, Bob, can you also tell us uh, you are making changes in your bar rhythm room and you are going to be coming on the show regularly to let us know how you're improving every, every month. The pressure is on. I've got to 
get that taken care of right away. Thank you. Yeah, the pressure's <laughs> on, especially since you said it live, and we've got all of our listeners I know. that are going to be coming out it's to out the rhythm the room yeah. looking to ask those questions. Are you recycling? <laughs> I know. All right, let's get to some music. Come on, get it. We want to dance all some right. more. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better believe what I say. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better believe what I say. If we don't straighten up, baby, going upside your head. Well, now you went out last night and the night before. Telling you right now, baby, I ain't gonna take it no more. You better hear me, baby. Better believe what I say. If you don't straighten up, baby, going upside your head. Oh, hey, man. You think that you so smart, baby Because the men all call you fine you better have them to know, baby Mine, all mine You better have me, baby Better believe what I say If you don't straighten up, baby Going upside your head Bought you a suit because ninety nine ninety nine. Now you wanna mistreat me and stay gone all the time. You better hear me, baby. Better believe what I say. If you don't straighten up, woman, going upside your head. Let's go home.
Guys, we could sit here and dance and listen to them all night long. And the great thing, I've never heard any of these songs, but I felt like I knew it. I just wanted to jump on in and sing. And if I had... I saw you. Yeah, yeah you saw me. I, okay. I saw you. <laughs> I felt you right over there, man. I, love, see, I saw you. If I could hold a tune, y'all would have heard me, too. Bob's, Bob's used to me dancing. <laughs> right? That's you see right. me dance? Uh, all the yeah. time at the rhythm room. Okay, so Jimmy. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. Jimmy, Here we go. Look, it's Jimmy, J-I-M-I, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Primetime Smith. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Primetime. Tell us about this name. How'd you come up well, with Primetime? I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Here's, here's how everything started. It's really a long story, so I'm going to try to shorten it up. <laughs> you have time. You don't need to shorten it up. So, uh, as a child, you know, my mom was a musician and wrote songs for Jimmy Reed and Muddy Waters and all, all of them, and she was a musician herself. Okay. And from a child on, she always wanted me to be a musician. She'd always dress me in suits and rings and jewelry and stuff and hats and all that. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Minnesota, I moved to Minnesota. Whenever I did a show, I always dressed. I dressed in three-piece suits and hats and canes, and everybody thought I was pimping, but I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wait a minute now. <laughs> so I wasn't into that. I was a musician. I'm a musician, and that's what I did. And I would, you know, I'd be every t- all my shows. I would change just about three or four times on my show. Well, I came to this one club where I was doing the show there, and the bartender looked at me and he goes, "You look like prime time." <laughs> <laughs> and so because Jimmy Smith, the organist, uh, my namesake, which I knew him, had, had an album out. And every time I do a show and I had an organist in my band, they always thought that he was Jimmy Smith. The organist was the Jimmy Smith, the organist. So I, I said, I'm going to use that prime time. So from then on, it became Jimmy J I M I like Hendrix yeah. Prime Time Smith. I love it. It's prime the best time. name. I love it. I, I, you can't top that. That is pretty, pretty unless, awesome. unless you're catching a touchdown with one hand oh, in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. primetime is a big name. So, yeah, Jimmy, yeah. I have some questions about sustainability for you and, and saving Uh-oh. the planet. What do, do you, uh, what do, you do to, to help save the planet? What small changes are you making in your life? And how can we encourage you to make new changes? Well, I know for one thing, see, where I came from, from Minnesota, we did have the recycling programs and stuff. So it was kind of new to me when I came here and certain places didn't and where I live at, you know, they were saying that, no, we don't have to worry about it. I said, no, I'm, I'm just used to recycling. You know, you recycle your, your plastics, your cans and change that. And I'm trying to show them how to do that, even though we don't have cans and stuff separately for that now. But that's great to hear. So you are you separating. Know? Yes. And that's wonderful. So and and I'm trying to show them that we should do that. You know, Well, if each one of us, spread the message to everybody we know right. and we kind of challenge people, right. we can all make such a difference. And so I, I'm so happy to hear you're doing that. What yes. do you have to lose? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, you have to watch and listen because just looking at Kinga's expressions yeah, <laughs> and Ryan's expressions back at her, it is classic. <laughs> Guys, remember to write the number down because we are going to get to those calls. We also have a lot more with just about 10 minutes. So we're going to try and get through it all. If we don't get through those giveaways, don't worry. We're not going to keep... Well, Brian may keep a couple of the tickets, but we're still going to give them away on our Facebook page. So, guys, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s day is on Monday. Of course, we'd like to pay tribute for everything he tried to do. 
his goal, of course, was to spread love, to make the world a better place, which fits perfectly with our motto of saving the planet one, one show at a time. time. So we thought we'd do something fun. First off, we wanted to read a couple of quotes um, that we thought were big for MLK. And then also we have a little trivia to see how much do you really know? All right. So one of the quotes I thought was really, really nice. Actually, um, I was talking about um, this with my hubby this morning and he liked this quote. It's our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. So um, that's the best quote ever. I love that. Repeat it, please. (laughs) Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. We're so lucky to be doing this show. I mean, I'm going to pinch myself. Right. Right. Um, Two more. Two more really good ones. I thought I have decided to stick to love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. The best, the best. He's he's, he's the king. That's the reason why he's the king. Right. Hate spurs hate. Love spurs love. There you go. Oh, love Brian. saves the planet. Go, Brian. Okay, <laughs> Brian, you're so profound, Brian. <laughs> and since we're talking about hate and love, one more: darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Okay, one more time because that that that's amazing. One more time: darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. He's the king. Oh, thank you so much. All right. We ready for the trivia? So, guys, the telephone number to call. Brian, you tell us the number. Tell us the number, Brian. I can. 480-421-0640. That is the hotline here. Hotline. Craig Craig is going to answer your call. (laughs) And the first caller, uh, what will they get? Well, the, well, gosh, what what do we want to give? We've got CDs, we've got tickets. <laughs> yeah, we've got it all. For this one, we thought because this can be anybody, we thought the Amazon gift card would be great because anybody can use that, right? Yes. So answer these questions, guys. Right? You only have to answer one. You'll get a twenty five dollar gift card, Brian. Yes. What's Here, those here's questions? the first question. Yes. How old was Doctor King when he went to Morris College? Morehouse College. Morehouse, what's what's that? Um, Jeopardy. Craig, you are the man. I'll take Dr. Martin Luther King for 500, Alex. (laughs) Love it. Thank you, Craig. You're the best. (laughs) Brian, question number two. Question number two. What was his birth name? I mean, who knew? Who knew? What is it? Give us a hint. Are you guys thinking? Well, let's call in. I mean, let's give some stuff away. I know, right? Do, do we have some golf waste management tickets, too? <gasps> we <gasps> do. We've got all of these giveaways. We have three pairs of tickets to the Phoenix, what is it? The Waste, waste management, management Phoenix Open. <laughs> and the three of us will be there handing out shirts. So if you come see us at the Golf Waste Management, I think we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I know I'll be there. I'm going to wrangle and uh, grab Quita and... Ryan, so we'll give you T-shirts. Kinga, Kinga will wear heels, and she'll be stuck on the 17th hole. So you can see her on the 17th hole. She'll be on the berm. She'll be stuck and dancing in place, right? Totally dancing. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go on to the bird, bird's nest. All right. While you guys are 
online looking up the answers to those questions. We want to talk about Goodwill a little bit more because it is wedding season, right? So who has the money really to spend on $1,000 wedding dresses? Well, did you know that Goodwill has a bridal clearance center in Mesa? And guys, this store is amazing. They have wedding dresses for $100. They've got tuxedos. They've got things for the kids. It is really, really a great, great place. Wow, I wasted so much money on my wedding dress. I wish I would have known that I could spend under $100 to get a dress. Thank you. We, they, have, they sell actually a full tuxedo for 75 bucks. I have a friend who got a dress there. You're not going to get this. $40 well, I, for a wedding dress. Is it true it's bad luck to get a, a dress ahead of time? Because, you know, eventually down the road, well, I might get married again. <laughs> you know what? Who says you need to even wear a dress? Kinga, you're getting married. And, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. We're going to go away from that. So. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so let's, j- just a second. First, we were talking about Brian doing his thing on the porcelain <laughs> throne. Now we're talking about Kinga not wearing a dress at a wedding. Yeah. Um, And and I'm assuming this is going to be in Hawaii. Yes. And you're going to be sitting on that new green toilet while you're doing this. Just just guessing. (laughs) Oh, and and we can't have any of that without live music, right? (laughs) To do it all. So, hey, guys, you got one more in you for us. We've got about four minutes left. If you want to take up half of that and play with us, we uh, we want to hear it. it. Give it to us. Come on, Jimmy and Bob. Hey, listen, if you guys want to listen, yeah, we want some. Go for it. And once again, they're with the Rhythm Room. Rhythm Room. Thank you so much, Bob Cortor. And we we are going to be playing the Rhythm Room the first uh, Saturday of... uh, of next month, so come see us. All right, Jimmy, you got some uh, Jimmy Reed. The uh, one in a key. Of, we're in the key of A. Okay, something a little lighter than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, let's dance. Sign it to a contract, you won't find one little clause. It's hard to believe the conditions the world is in. It's hard to believe the conditions the world is in. You can't trust nobody and get you know it's a sin.
Come on, baby, help me to spin this dough. Come on, baby, help me to spin this dough. There's a place down the street where they really, really do rock and roll. Sun is shining on both sides of the street. I said the sun is shining on both sides of the street. I got a smile on my face for every little girl I meet. Me flirting. I mean, wow! I, I got to go get your CD. Well, I mean, look what it, you because we've given them all away. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's go. So, That's awesome. That is so awesome. awesome. We're definitely having you guys back. Um, before we head out, guys, we got about a minute left, and we want to give you those answers, right, Brian? We have the answers. So that first question was. How old was Dr. King Jr. when he went to Morehouse College? Kinga raised answer. her hand. I know the She's answer. got the answer. And? 15. 15 years so, old. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's college. That's, that's <laughs> just right. a boy. And then what was his birth name? Brian, Brian, you got it. Michael got it. King Jr. Isn't Michael. that something? Michael. So his dad changed his name. So Martin, who used to be Michael, decided he was going to be Martin too. <laughs> Does Craig so, know any of these answers? Okay, well, you have to answer the next question. Okay, okay, okay I'm going to put it on you. Well, what is the next question? I don't know. We don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you are listening to In the Green Room. If you want to listen to any of our previous shows, go to inthegreenroom.green. You can also listen to us on your podcast app. Remember, our motto is saving, saving the, the planet, planet one show at a time. time. So don't forget, guys, Woo! do your part. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.